0: Good morning, everybody. Fresh off of the Royal Rumble draft we did Friday night with all our good friends, we decided that this week let's do something a little bit different for the football show. Let's do it in the morning. So, something you normally don't hear the Spike Week crew say is good morning. Let's get into it. Morning drafts. This is going to be a little bit different, hopefully, than some of our afternoon drafts. I came quite prepared. I have my coffee from Mary Lou's, which is a Southern Massachusetts exclusive. And if you are truly from Massachusetts, you drink iced coffee 365 days out of the year. We don't really bother with hot coffee up here unless you're a psychopath. Uh, In terms of NFL news, I don't think there's much to get into this week. Everything you see right now is just these, like, gigantic puff pieces. Like, you know, LaVisca Chenault all of a sudden has learned how to humanly fly to the moon on his own without an airplane. Stuff like that. Like, dumb, dumb stuff where you take everything you hear at this point in the season with a grain of salt. Because all of a sudden, everybody's the best NFL player to ever exist. They're all better than Jerry Rice. They're all better than Joe Montana. They are, Every everybody's a Hall of Famer right now, according to every reporter that's writing blurbs and pieces and everything like that. So for me, I'm just kind of cycling through the noise. There's, you know, there are tidbits if you're grinding it hard enough to find stuff. But until we get into like actual camp, I mean, what are we doing here? So let's go ahead. Let's just jump in. Let's just jump right in to a best ball mania draft and uh, need eight. Well, need six. So the way I'm going to draft today, just to make this easier for everybody to see once we start drafting, I'm just going to keep the board on screen. Um, Unless you guys, we'll see, we'll play it out. I was going to draft on my phone, but I know sometimes you want to see the queue, see who's there. So we'll play around with it. We are waiting for six people. Until then, let's just chat. We're doing things a little different this week. I have the week off just doing regular content stuff for the entire week. So really focusing on spike week and getting a lot of the other stuff done. Um, Good morning, Derek. So we're obviously the tools have launched did I join a slow? God, I hope not. No, you got me scared. Now I got to double check. No, I didn't join a slow. You got me, you guys got me all flustered. Freaking me out over here. I did not join a slow Paul. Anyways. Um, yeah, so we're getting some of the content stuff. We got the tools up and running. We are, maybe you joined the slow. Paul says he's seeing six, but I just backed out. I double-checked. I made sure we are in a fast draft. If we're in a slow, this is going to be really poor. <laughs> we're going to have to start all over. But I double-checked. We are in a, we are in the fast draft, so we should be good to go um, as soon as this fills. We need five. Should feel relatively quick. I've been doing – fired off a bunch of best ball mania drafts over the weekend. Uh, specifically, I think Thursday and Friday I was firing them. I need to catch up. I'm not doing that full barbell approach that, you know, a lot of people are doing. Um, Modog is jumping in. He says his needs five to fill. So we're on the same page here. He's doing a cardio BBM. So everyone enjoys mistakes. We will do. We will do. Derek sees five as well. So basically, I was inverted, jumped in the chat and just really tried to throw everything off the rails. Just really try to derail the stream at 10 a.m. I know it's early, buddy, but come on. We're here. We got coffee. You got coffee? Go get coffee. So, like I was saying, I was jumping in a bunch of Best Ball Mania drafts Thursday, Friday. I wanted to get ready for the World Rumble draft that we were doing Friday night. I wanted to make sure I was up to speed. Not that I haven't been drafting throughout, but I was really grinding drafts, getting ready for that, because I want to win the thing. I want this title belt to stay with me. And I'm actually pretty happy with the team that I drafted for that one. Um, I thought I left with one of the better teams. In the draft. Some people really got hit by that wide receiver avalanche. I'm gonna be putting together a video of us like roasting teams and stuff like that at the end. If you haven't checked out that draft, I highly suggest going to check out the Royal Rumble draft that we did with a bunch of our friends, a bunch of really smart people who were in that draft. We had a lot of fun. There was a lot of fun teams drafted. Uh, to me, Daigle was the highlight of that entire stream, to be completely honest. He was so good. Uh, but ev- but everyone that was in that draft was great. We only need one for this best ball mania right now. So if you're thinking about jumping in, now's the time to do it. Uh, I'm going into this one without, you know, you shouldn't be going into them with like an advanced strategy. We did see it last night. four did jump in saying that he was looking to get unique. And that's one thing you can do because you can get unique from any position on the um, draft board if you're trying to. But for me, this one, oh my God, the seven. I hate the seven spot. I really do. Numi's in here. He's got the one on one. We see I was inverted at the four. Oh, Bime is in here at the eight. So he's going to be sniping us on everything. We've got Felix in here at the 10. Um, if you're. Anyone else in here? Let us know. Seven's not my favorite spot. There. I mean, I think it's all well documented that I like to draft from the five. I like to get whoever's left, which is usually usually Jamar Chase, which my exposures on him are pretty heavy in comparison to a lot of the other guys in the first round. I think I'm at like 16 to 18% or something. We got Derek at the 111. Oh. The 112. Yeah, there are two names that looked um, that are pretty similar. We got DB730 and we got DB068. So I can see how we're getting spots mixed up. Numi right off the bat goes Jonathan Taylor. The one-on-one can't really argue it, right? I mean, more than fine. McCaffrey goes two. And we're going to see where we're going to have to get here at the 107. I have some ideas of what I would like to do um, at the 107. Then we see Cup, Jefferson, Chase. So everything goes pretty much according to plan, right? That's just how all these drafts are going. Then we get Henry in front of us. I want to go Stefan Diggs here. I want to do a Diggs build. And I might be looking to do some sort of Bills stack here. I haven't really gotten a lot of Diggs Allen. So as long as it makes sense, I think that's something that I might be looking to do. So we'll go ahead, we'll draft Stefan Diggs, and we will throw the board up, and just kind of see what everyone else is doing. We did a fun draft last night with for where he, first of all, I didn't know I was jumping in a Four draft, stream draft last night, I was just trying to fire my daily BBM, and I wasn't paying attention to the time, and all of a sudden I'm in an Eric for draft where he's streaming, so that was a lot of fun, so I jumped in the chat after that. But. Um after a long day of shooting TikTok videos. By the way, if you're not following, if you're on TikTok, follow Spike Week on TikTok, we're gonna be getting more content out on that as well. A little bit more silly stuff, but also a lot more player take stuff is going to be coming to our TikTok platform because it just makes more sense for there to do um to do player take stuff. So you'll be seeing some more of our player take stuff over there if that's what you're into, if you want to know. Why we're drafting Stefan Diggs in the first round over, you know, Najee Harris. We'll probably be breaking stuff like that down there. Um, all right. So we saw a and go with Kelsey after us and Adams, Najee, Austin Eckler, Debo goes first. So we are on the clock. We're looking at Mixon falling to us mid-second round. I don't hate going Mixon there. Um, I guess Mike Evans would be the other one I'm looking at, but we're getting a guy that's going right at the tail end of the first. I think it's different enough that I'm okay with doing Mixon here. Again, is he my favorite pick in the draft? No, I don't think anyone's like chomping at the bit to draft Joe Mixon, but I'm getting Joe Mixon, who was on an elite offense, who's going to have elite, elite opportunity, and he's going to get a heavy amount of the workload, right? So all that adds up. So I like going digs, mix in here, um, even if it gives us the opportunity to go hero RB if we want to go hero RB. More than fine with doing that. But, again, we're going to see how this draft falls so let us, see what we want to do here. Um, right after us, let's go ahead and throw this back on here. You see Mike Evans, Aaron Jones, Mark Andrews go. So there was a lot of interesting things going on. Let's talk a little bit about that rumble draft with a bunch of sharp minds that were drafting. And if you want to hear like, go watch the stream before anything. Go watch our stream on the draft. It was a lot of fun. Um, Gretch and Siegel did a full breakdown on it like in a serious manner, which was good to listen to as well. But you saw that a lot of the guys were drafting it didn't start as wide receiver heavy as a lot of people thought, but then quickly it went real wide receiver heavy real quick and people got caught in, you know, the wide receiver avalanche and some of these teams coming out of the draft, they already looked dusted just based on not adjusting properly to that situation arising. So it's not going to be every draft that you see that but i think you need to be cognizant of the fact of what people are doing in your draft so looking at a draft board like this it obviously helps not everyone can do it a lot of times you're drafting on your phone so you gotta like be paying attention as you go but following the draft and knowing when to jump in and grab players ahead of adp because things are breaking a little bit more weird and it does happen i've seen drafts where you know, this gigantic run on running backs happens. Uh, we are back on the clock here. So let's just go ahead. Let's stack Josh Allen. I haven't done this too much. So I kind of want to see what kind of team we can build drafting Josh Allen with Stefan Diggs getting that stack. Josh Allen's a unique quarterback, too. There's been a lot of talk about quarterbacks and... I was in a discussion with Dorico yesterday on Twitter about it and for me I think that um, I think that the quarterback position is a little bit different this year than it was last year and the count, they were trying to counter me on that where saying that they think it's the exact same and I don't think so I think there's a clear line of distinction and I think it happens way earlier than it did last year. I think you felt comfortable leaving the 12th 13th round or so by the end I think it was with Lance Fields somewhere in that ballpark right you were like fine if you got one of the quarterbacks up to that point and for me this year that line of distinction I I understand the Lance thing and yeah he's like he's bouncing up the board too right so you're seeing him go like eighth round a lot now roughly eighth ninth round if you if you want to put him as the line of demarcation I understand that but for me it's like We get this Kyler, Hurts, Russell Wilson is my real line of distinction, maybe Brady a little bit. Um, I want one of the quarterbacks that are before that because I want a guy that can win me a tournament. We are going to be back on the clock here soon. And this round starts to get real rough, this fourth round. You see some of... The guys that are left are like Ezekiel Elliott, Deontay Johnson. And, like, these are like, – I don't really love Zeke, but, like, Deontay Johnson I like. It just feels so early for him in the fourth, but that's where he's going. McLaurin we would like a lot more if he had a better quarterback position. What we could do is we could get Kittle and just get a stud at every single position and then just build around that. Or we could be doing something like – did did for take Acres? What a jerk. First he steals my acres bit from last week where I'm talking up cam acres comes in and steals. It starts taking the cam acres trade away from me. And then he drafts them right before me. Let's take Kittle. Let's just have every position locked up and try to do one of these unique builds. Um. So yeah, back to the quarterback thing for me, I understand like if that's not the way people want to go, but if you look at my quarterback percentages and if we have time after this, We'll take a look at some of my best ball mania exposures real quick. I personally want a quarterback that can give me 40-point upside for Week 17. We talk about how we want to stack Week 17. We want to correlate Week 17. I also want guys that are going to win me Week 17. And that's not to say that it's going to happen, right? Like we saw Josh – the argument was Josh Allen – scored less points than I think it was Joe Burrow last year in week 17, and he still won it. But it's like, yeah, but he still had massive draft capital in Josh Allen. He still gave you that floor that he needed for all the other guys to hit. And we might look back in the future and look at Liam's team and be like, Liam just hit the absolute nuts. That was the only way that he won it is because he had Jamar Chase. He had um, Rashard Penny. You know, he had everyone that you needed to have that week, Monroe, St. Brown, and he just hit the absolute nuts. And he hit the nuts on guys that were drafted late. So, like, if your argument to me is we need these guys, we need to have better capital in our earlier picks for our wide receiver and running backs, I don't completely disagree with you, but the winners for Week 17 last year were drafted towards the end, and they were all, you know – no one was drafting Amara St. Brown early. No one was drafting Richard Penn. I mean, it's easy to say now, but that's what would happen. That's how he won this thing. So for me, um, we are back on the clock. I am gonna grab Juju here. I wanna up. So I wasn't grabbing a lot of Juju Smith Schuster uh over the past, you know, however many drafts I've been doing. I was I'm a big MVS guy in terms of Kansas City Chiefs, but MVS is value is rising so high so now i'm like okay well now the mbs is rising up the board sky Moore's is falling a little bit um i want to start getting my juju smith schuster i'm trying to get a chief in every draft like i'm not the only guy doing that i know if you listen to other people they try to draft a chief in every draft but it's a high octane offense we think that they're going to be doing things that other teams just do not do in terms of scoring points putting up yards, what is that running game really going to be? Are they going to rely on Rojo? Are they going to play CEH? I think it's going to be a heavy-volume passing attack. So I'm fine taking a stab on one of those guys in almost every one of my drafts if possible, as long as that makes sense, and trying to get that Week 17 Denver-Kansas City stack as well. So the other thing we did, right, Buffalo's playing Cincinnati Week 17, so we started off with that stack as well. So maybe that's not super as unique as I thought it was, but I don't think you can get it every single draft. So if it's something you can't get every draft, I'm down to get it. Uh, Where are you guys on this uh, big badge lobby I see as a comment? Yeah, apparently the morning is where to get all these badge drafts, right? Just little old me without my badge. We got all these experienced players around me. Are we just punting money maybe maybe um i didn't bring the board back up because i'm the worst host ever but that's fine we'll get through it together all of us so right now we got a one one two one build um things are getting ugly again in terms of who's left and i don't know what I want to do quite yet. I think we do want to go wide receiver here. So I don't think we're going to do a two quarterback early build with this since we put a bunch of capital across the board spreading out our guys. So I think for me, getting Chris Godwin a little bit past ADP is probably going to be the play. Um, I see a guy that I would like to get on the comeback. Maybe we might have to reach a bit for somebody, but I'm okay. I don't care about reaching too much. Like we're at the seven, you know, we start scrolling through these guys. Who do I want? Who makes sense for our second running back? I mean, Montgomery is falling. This is probably the only time that I would take Montgomery, um, is when he's falling a full round. Past ADP, just not my normal target for a player. But when he's that far back, you know, maybe that's when I get my little bit of getting my 2% David Montgomery is when he's a full round past ADP. We're seeing that I was inverted saying that Eric started with a grown man start. Let's just take a look at his team um, for fun. Let's pull the board up. So he went Kelsey, Saquon, Chubb, Acres. I actually, I've been doing starts sort of like this, where Acres is my second or third for, for my um builds that are, hyper fragile. I love Cam Acres as a third RB or second RB for a hyper fragile build. We talked about it before, like. People that are doing hyper fragile are doing it one, two, three, and they're all getting the same players. It's like a mix of five guys that you're getting because you're typically only seeing the people that do it do it from like the one or two spot with Taylor and McCaffrey. You're not seeing it as much with the back end first round guys. So really pushing that and starting it in the second round, like if you can do it, Saquon, Nick Chubb, Cam Akers. I love that approach, to be honest. And I hate saying it because whoever wants to give for any credit, not me. Definitely not me. But here we are. We have to to give credit where credit is due. So right now we see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We see Miles Sanders on the board. Pollard's a fun pick. I think what I want to do, though, here is where I'm relying on Mixon. I like Christian Kirk a lot. And it's a little bit of a reach, but it's not really that much of a reach. So he's probably not going to get back to us. So I'm going to take Christian Kirk right now. And we'll just keep firing wide receiver for now. I mean, we really don't have to do anything else at the moment. We can look at some running backs here and there. But we have Josh Allen. We can hold off on quarterback for a little bit. Maybe we get Trevor Lawrence. Maybe we do some sort of double stack with Lawrence, as everyone that's drafting is listening to me and listening to my plans. Uh, But, yeah, I don't hate – our start right now but let's just go back to talking about this team so he's able to get kelsey barkley chubb acres so he's secured his tight end spot he gets to go hyper fragile right now mooney not the greatest start for a wide receiver as your wide receiver one but it makes sense based on what he's doing here for his build then he gets IU renfro for that week 17 correlation i mean if he's firing wide receiver now, which we all expect him to be, he's probably going to try to take um, a quarterback at some point in the near future. But I love this start. Like, that's it's my favorite type of fragile start right now. Is just It's inverted enough that not many other people are doing it, and yet it's so simple. It makes so much sense. So I do like it a lot. So it's something you can do from that. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. build. You can take your Travis Kelsey and get your that, or you can get a, a quote unquote hero wide receiver where you could do it where I, you could have done it with Stefan Diggs. I could have taken Diggs and I could have tried to build that hyper fragile team. Right. So we're back on the clock. Um, I think we, oh man, I kind of want to take Pollard here do love having Pollard as the number two, but I think I'm going to push it one more time. I think what I want to do is I want to take Tyler Lockett. I don't love him. I don't have a ton of him, but I don't know if he's going to be – we don't love him losing Russell Wilson, but they were already such a low pass offense already. Now the efficiency is probably going to go down. I mean, probably it's definitely going to go down. I can't imagine that anyone they have on the roster or would bring in would – be as efficient as Russell Wilson, but we're also building a team of wide receivers where I don't really need Tyler Lockett to hit every week, and his upside capability for some of these weeks is massive. So, for the team we're building, I am fine with it. Let's go ahead and throw this board back on. Um, anyone else want to want to talk about anybody else's start? So, Numi's going clearly with like a hero RB approach. he has got Taylor, AJ Brown, Marquise Brown, Alan Robertson, DK Metcalf, Allen Thielen. He did grab Dylan and I just grabbed Alave. So I don't hate it. I don't hate going with this hero RB approach from the one spot. I think, I think the toughest thing with the one spot is no matter what you do with it, people are going to say, well, that's not the unique build for that because a lot of the times it's the same guys around there. So, and it's tough to reach when you're on the ends, because it, it feels so bad because you have to wait so long for somebody to come back around. So it's some of the toughest spots, like the one and 12 spot, to make yourself uncomfortable because you have such a long wait to try to course correct if you think you that you overstepped or whatever. So I think it is a thing you need to be cognizant of. Wow, look at this. Look at this room and all these guys that are drying up here. So for me, we could, Watson, Gallup, Rondell Moore. Let's take Singletary, which will make our build a little bit interesting with the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Devin Singletary, but that'll be our double stack. Make it a little bit different than other Josh Allen double stacks, Typically you don't want to stack the running back. It's probably not the most plus EV thing, but uh week 17, right? Josh Allen throws a touchdown to Devin Singletary. How many people are gonna have that? And it's definitely viable. So I don't hate doing it once in a while. I'm not like overly trying to stack. Josh Allen with Devin Singletary. The other thing is we're not getting Josh Allen a ton because he is the number 1 quarterback off the board. So, your exposure to him is going to be lower anyways. Um let's go ahead and throw the board back up. But yeah, that wide receiver, that wide receiver is drying up real fast around round 9 right now. In a lot of the drafts that I'm doing, you start to hit a pocket that pocket of Jacoby Myers is like Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker. That pocket, I just feel gross about every single one of those players. Like they never, they never stand out that are gonna help any build that I'm doing unless I'm pushing wide receiver far. Then like I'm like, okay, well, Jarvis Landry makes sense for this team because he should be able to get me eight to twelve points on a relatively consistent basis, but he's never going to get me 20. So if I'm just looking for points like guys like that, I'm looking at in this range, but I don't love it. and I don't love building teams that way. And maybe I should personally be looking to build some more teams where I'm pushing wide receiver. Um, We have not yet. I don't think we can, I'll double back with Eric about that later and see what's going on with that props bet. Um, uh, we're going to be back on the clock soon. So we took that running back. We didn't really miss out on any wide outs that are available. I think I have an idea of what buying four is going to be doing here. So I have two guys that I'm going to be looking at firing at. I just want to make sure that there isn't a running back that I want to grab here. I do like hunt. Don't hate it. Yeah. I knew he was going to go Galladay, possibly Rondell Moore. Uh, Maybe, maybe we just Penny. I don't want to take Penny with Locket. I really don't want more than one Seahawk. Um, let's grab Edmonds. I like Edmonds as a third and it gives me ideas for how I want to have this build go. Now, that money that Miami running back situation is not the greatest. I don't love it. But if anyone's going to break out on it, I think it's Edmonds. I I know people are big on Sony Michelle, but well, big as relative as you can be on Sony Michelle cuz he's like the worst running back in the NFL cuz he Ran for five yards once last year. People seem to like him. But I do not like Sonny Michelle. I think that Michelle is just there as a body. I don't think Gaskins is going to be anything. I think if the team believed in Gaskins or thought he had any shot of touching the field, you don't bring in Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, and Sonny Michelle, right? So I can't imagine that the coaching staff's high on Miles Gaskins. So I don't even consider him. I know others do. But how can you? I think everything the team has done has shown you that they're not going to be considering him for any type of significant role. Sony Michelle just really feels like a contingency back in my mind. So I really think it's going to be Chase Edmonds. Mostert's going to get the second shot there just because of how familiar he is with the offense. Uh, But I don't think it's going to be as big a committee as others think it's going to be. So we are getting into that. Real gross wide receiver range. Let's pull the board back up. Scroll down here. See what's going on. Not easy to stream and draft from the seven spot. Because you're constantly in and out, right? It is easier to stream from the pole positions. Look at that. Already going to jump off this. Uh, let's see who's towards the top of the queue. We could do Melvin Gordon. Ooh, we could Rojo it. We've got Rashard White there as well. Let's grab let's grab Melvin Gordon way past ADP. Let's do a fun different build here. So that's our Bronco, right? So now we have our Denver Bronco to go back off of Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't have a ton of Melvin Gordon, but we just got him close to 20 picks past ADP. So I'm fine with that. Fine with doing that. Um there's one other thing I'd like to do in this draft if we can get it and then be done but we'll see if we get there. Anyways, yeah, the 7 pick, is there a spot that you guys like drafting from or absolutely despise drafting from? I think the 6 and the 7 are probably my least favorite. I think you're just like really it's really tough to get the builds you're trying to do in general, especially if you're doing a lot of the builds that the guys in this room are doing. Makes it a little tougher. You got to be a little more tricky. That's why I liked what buying 4 is doing with his team. I really like that inverted hyper fragile build that he's got going. I did see him take Justin Fields, though, which is the stack with Mooney. Um, so you, I guess I don't completely hate it. But for me, Fields is one of those guys that i need to be probably doing a three qb build with and i have not been doing a ton of three qb builds personally all right we're going to be back on the clock here momentarily and see Firemouth about 10 picks past adp right now i don't hate as a tight and two that wouldn't be too bad I think I do want to push it, though. I think for me, what I want to do, if bime 4 ever wants to take a selection here. Oh, goddammit, bime 4 How dare you? How dare you? Um, That is where we were going to go. So what I'm going to do is we're going to grab the backup in a high octane offense and we're going to do our last running back and we're going to be done with running back after Isaiah Spiller because I have kind of plans for other positions right now and I don't like any of the wide receivers that are here Um, I think some of the guys that I do like that are on this list I can get later so right now We're looking at Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Isaiah Spiller, Diggs, Smith-Schuster, Godwin, Kirk Lockett, George Kittle. That's our team right now. And I think with the exception of like if we get to that 18th round and it's just real, real gross, then maybe we'll start looking again at running back. But I highly doubt it. I don't see why I need a six running back on this team at the moment. I think we have, like, really high upside guys behind Mixon that we can rotate somebody in and out of that second RB spot. And I think a lot of times we might even see our flex spot get taken by one of these running backs that that we have. Excuse me. Early morning coffee makes me uh, a little different. By the way, if you are ever in New England, in southern Massachusetts, Mary Lou's Funky Fanablas with the chocolate because I'm a child and I like my coffee to have chocolate in it because that's how I get my day going. And I have those in December and July. Again, if you are truly from New England, you drink iced coffee 365 days a year. So. I'm seeing that Knox was the pick there. I thought about it with the Singletary. I'm guessing that's what you're talking about. But I have something else that I want to do with this team that I'm trying to set up for later. Um, so I thought I could push it. I don't think I need to. We, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you because I drafted George Kittle in the fifth that I shouldn't invest the capital that early. If I think it makes sense for the team, then I'll do it. And it made sense for the team but there's something else I wanna do. So I thought getting Singletary to get a slightly different you know, stack with Josh Allen, where I have my digs, I have Allen, I have Devin Singletary. I think that's gonna be one of the lesser used stacks. Um, so now we need to take some upside guys, right? Um, and we cannot do what I wanted to do in the first place. That's okay. So let's go ahead and grab. Let's grab Pierce. Uh, Yeah, let's grab Alec Pierce. I haven't grabbed a lot of him. I was thinking if I wanted to grab him or Pickens right now. Um, Well, since he's gone, let's see if we can see where he went. Yeah, Lawrence went at the 136 right before I took Spiller. Wasn't really paying attention to that. That's where I was trying to go. I was trying to set up a Trevor Lawrence team here, but weren't able to get it. It's okay. It's not something that I'm overly upset by. I can still get my second quarterback whenever I want. Um, but I was trying to set up the Trevor Lawrence double stack for later in the draft. It was kind of the game plan there. Didn't happen. We're not going to cry about it. Not like a guy that I absolutely have to have. So two would make sense if we had anybody other than Chase Edmonds. Although, although he is way past. Um, not way past because we're looking at the wrong thing. But we're gonna grab Tua. We'll drop. We'll grab a Tua Chase Edmonds stack. Not my favorite thing. Again, we're stacking both our quarterbacks with our running backs. Not generally the best thing to do. But when the running backs are single Terry and Chase Edmonds that we're stacking, it makes a little more sense than like stacking Derrick Henry. You know, which is the easy pick to say with your quarterback. We get him. We still get Tua. 30 picks past ADP, right? So, I mean, is he my favorite quarterback? No, but if I'm getting him 30 picks past, we're stacking him with Chase Edmonds. That is one of those things where if I told you that Chase Edmonds caught two passes for, you know, 100 yards or two passes for 50 yards and two touchdowns and ran for another 40, it's definitely a thing that I could see happening with Tua and Chase Edmonds, so... And again, we're looking for Josh Allen to carry our team at the position most of the year. So now we're done quarterback. We got our quarterback done. We got our running back done, most likely. So we're firing wide receiver. We're firing tight end. That's kind of what we're looking at now with our last four picks. And we have Kittle. So theoretically, we only need to grab one more tight end. It doesn't matter who it is. We shouldn't need to do more than a two tight end build, unless something absolutely jumps off the page. I can't imagine grabbing a Miami wide receiver now. I think the only guy left would be Cedric Wilson, and I don't know. Maybe there's some guys I like a little bit more than Cedric Wilson in the 18th round, but I'm not going to completely knock it. What we got left here? We got Fant Ingram. We got Hayden Hurst, which I don't hate going Hurst if that's the case. I'm not grabbing Sammy Watkins, so you guys cannot rest assured that that's not happening. Um, we're gonna do a little reach. Maybe oh, I'm trying to t- figure out if this makes sense. Let's, I don't love it, but let's grab Curtis Samuel, who could bounce back this year. Um, <laughs> he could bounce back with once as his quarterback. I laughed myself as I say it. But yeah, I mean, he was, Injured almost the entirety of last year, should play. But damn it, buy him for. Oh, oh! I knew to grab him. I knew to grab him, and he grabs him in front of me, right there, Kendrick Bourne. I tried to push it, and this is why I usually just get my guys. Try to be smart. Try to be tricky and push the ADP. And he takes Kendrick Bourne. I am gonna vomit. All of my coffee everywhere. And now all the other guys I was going to grab are starting to go. Should have known better. Should have known better. But I I deserve that. I 100% deserve that. So that's where we are. I was going to take Mechie. I was definitely going to take Bourne. And they just go. They just go. Because everybody in this draft hates me. But it's okay. We're still going to win. We're still going to advance. Thank you all for the money. I I don't care about your stupid little badges, your red and your black badges. No one cares. Oh, I drafted teams in my life. I've done some drafts. Now I got a badge. Cool. Nobody cares, especially me. Have I been begging underdog for a 74th place badge for the past two months? Yes. But that's different. Because I'm the 74th best ball player in the world. Technically 73rd, because buying four and overs that don't count, because they had to combine their efforts to make that team that made the top eight or whatever. So automatically DQ'd, in my opinion. You know, just like if Gretsch and if Gretsch and uh, Siegel end up winning the Rumble. Doesn't count. There was two of them. It's math. We do math on this show. And two is a greater number than one, which is everyone else. Therefore, doesn't count. Doesn't count. So technically, I'm the 73rd best, best ball player in the world. And um, that makes me better than Eric Pine for. Although he took Kendrick Bourne. And that's why he did it. To troll me because he knows I'm better. It's okay, though. It's all right. I've been praising his team this entire draft. And that's what he does to me. Thought we were friends, but we're not. So I grabbed Hayden Hurst as my second tight end to go off of this Buffalo build that I have. So now I got Mixon and Hurst. So if we get this team through, we're going to be looking for that Buffalo game to do some stuff. And I think that's kind of like been a game that's lost in the shuffle almost. I think it's it has been because it's tough to get the pieces for it because you're never getting digs and jamar chase right but you can kind of get pretty much anything else you want from that game it's just it's expensive capital as all but i do i do hear people talking about a lot like games that are lower than it um you know you hear the arizona atlanta game get brought up a lot i'm like why is no one really bringing up this buffalo game for week 17 as much as i thought they would be so, I don't know. I I do like it. Very controversial opinion for me, liking two of the top offenses in the league. I know, but that's what I'm here for. This really is the batch. Let's <laughs> see of red badges. What is happening? This is unfair. I mean, I know it's like the same person, but this whole corner, this whole corner, like the first four are all red badges. Red, red, red. No badge. Black badge. No badge. Red badge. No badge. Black badge. So like, it is what it is. You guys think you're better than us, but you're not. Anyways, we're just firing wideouts here, right? We got two, five, seven, two right now. I don't really think we need more running backs. I don't think we need more quarterbacks. Tight end should basically be fine. Um, I'm okay with taking. Odell right now. And hoping that he comes back to the Rams and hoping that he can get back on the field after six or seven weeks and make a difference towards our late push on this team. Let's see by four takes Zay Jones. And I think I'm just gonna grab another wide out here. I mean, we could do the Cedric Wilson thing if. If he's still there, to get a two-a-stack with him, I don't, like, love it. Um, but as we scroll, what else do we really want here? Are you guys still drafting Josh Gordon? ADP of 250. I mean, I know, like, that's, like, one of the last picks, but to even have an ADP makes no sense. I don't understand that. I don't know. What are we doing here? Why are we drafting some of these guys? I don't, I don't understand your, uh, your thesis behind it. I suppose. Are we hoping that Josh Gordon is going to time travel and not be terrible anymore? I guess that's what's going on. Um, I want to look at my team. Did not get any Arizona Cardinals. Therefore, do not really need to take Brian Edwards. Doesn't really need to happen. I mean, A.J. Green. Ugh. I can't. I can't do it. Who is an upside guy that we want to take? Let's just start. Wilson and start scrolling and see if there's anything else we want to do here Uh, don't yell at me but let's do Aguilar and he still has potential of getting on the field doing something he's an 18th round pick being paid like a number one wide receiver we have a Miami stack might as well bring it back with somebody on New England And the only guy left at this point is Aguilar. Probably a wasted pick, but so is most 18th round picks. So that does it for our draft. We end up with Josh Allen, Tua, Mixon, Singletary, Edmonds, Gordon, Spiller, Diggs, Juju, Godwin, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, Alec Pierce, Curtis Samuel, Odell, Nelson Aguilar and George Kittle and Hayden Hurst. I actually don't hate this team. I think uh, we have some guys, clearly, Godwin, Odell, that could make this a late-season push. We might see us middling a little bit throughout the first half of the season and slowly creep back up and overtake some spots to push it. Uh, Danny Gray was a thought. I will say that, but I didn't want to go with it. Um, 2-2 Atwell is not a guy that I am targeting in the 18th. So, the other thing I want to do, let's just kind of look through some exposures before we get out of here. Um, unless you guys wanted to look at some other teams from that. We can do that. Let's look at what for ended up with. With his hyper-fragile build, he ended up getting a fourth running back. So, he went Fields, Jones, Goff, which I like because... Like I said, if I was going Fields, I'd want to go three quarterbacks. Running backs are Barkley, Chubb, Akers, Rashad White, which if you're going to grab a fourth, that is a great fourth to grab. Wide receivers are Mooney, Ayuk, Renfro, Tony, Williams, Galladay, Kendrick Bourne, Zay Jones, Velus Jones. I mean, it all makes sense. He's got the Justin Fields double stack. He has Kadarius, Tony, Kenny Galladay for the Daniel Jones double stack. And as far as golf goes, did he get any lines? He got Jameson Williams. So, I mean, I don't think you need to double stack everybody when you're doing a three quarterback build. So that's fine. And he ends up with Travis Kelsey and Gerald Everett. I mean, in terms of hyper fragile builds, I love it. I mean, you're going to get the whole meme of, I'm a little worried about your wide receivers. I love your running backs. But. That's what this build is for, right? This is why we do this stuff. Anybody else want to talk about their team before we hit exposures real quick and get out of here? I think we need to be out of here in the next five minutes. So let's look at just our best ball mania exposure, which I don't think it's picking up that last one we just did. Uh, When we go to quarterbacks, you know, I kind of practice what I preach. I am looking at... A high-end quarterbacks. So I'm making sure I have someone on my rebuild. Sometimes I'm doing a double build. So Mahomes, I have at 35. I'm getting him late fourth, early fifth. Sometimes I just think it's great value based on they're all getting bunched up at that spot. Besides Josh Allen, I can get him. I'd rather have him over Herbert as much as I like Herbert. And then you just get Kyler. You get I like Lamar a lot too, though. You get Lamar right around there. I like that range. I mean, if we're going to be in that range, I want Mahomes. I want Lamar. And then I like grabbing Russell Wilson if I need to. So if you look at my exposures, a lot of the top-end guys here, right? That's what I'm doing for the most part. Uh, RBs. I have hit Dearness Johnson heavy. I don't regret it. I'm grabbing him in the 18th round. He's not getting drafted in every draft. Something happens to one of those backs in Cleveland, yada, yada, yada. I've been through it before. Rojo. So you see that I don't have a lot of the top end backs here. Anyone that's in the top of the rounds. I'm grabbing Zemir White. I'm grabbing a lot of running backs in the 18th round. Just kind of been my exposure in the 18th for the most part. Um, get Najee on four teams right now, something like that. Um, but that's what I'm looking at there. So Maybe I need to – Vontae Williams is my heaviest own RB, especially if you look at the puppy. I was really heavy on him, wide receiver. That's what I was talking about earlier. MVS I was snagging in a lot of drafts early when he was hitting before he started rising heavily. So for me, I need to start grabbing more juju at some point because I think the MVS rise is going to keep happening. In the relative future, I've been grabbing a lot of Garrett Wilson to Julio because he's free 17th, 18th, 18th round. Uh, once he signs with a team, my plan with Julio is I'm not going to draft them anymore. Same with William Fuller. As soon as they sign with teams, they're going to shoot up. So I won't be drafting either of those guys anymore, most likely, and just hope that I already hit on the stacks. I mean, it'll be one-offs here and there, but they're going to jump up in draft rooms as soon as they sign. Uh, I liked Waddle early. I still like him. I've cooled off a little bit on drafting him because I've been looking at some other guys in that range, but I don't hate him. Odell's got the same as the other guys. Jamar Chase is probably the interesting one here. I'm hitting him at 17.9% right now. I'm grabbing him fifth overall, fourth overall. And just by comparison, if we look at Jefferson, my Jefferson exposure uh 7.1 and i'm only grabbing jefferson when jamar chase isn't available i understand you're not going to get like a a counter argument out of me if you think that justin jefferson's better than jamar chase i just feel like that's one of those spots that i want to leverage and i'm deciding that jamar chase i think is more likely to win me a tournament than justin jefferson and it's like a razor thin margin but that's just the bet i'm willing to make there and uh as far as tight ends go, Goddard I was grabbing a lot when he was you know, more expensive. Kittle staying in the fifth round is like an easy smash a lot of the time, so I'm grabbing a lot of Kittle. Albert O makes a lot of sense for being my third tight end because he's my Denver bring back on a lot of those Mahomes stacks that I'm building. So that makes sense. Obviously, Kelsey I'm grabbing. Gronk's just egregiously underpriced if he's coming back. But that's what I'm doing here. That's kind of like the way that I'm building through some of my teams. And at some point, we can include the the puppy that I did, which I did like almost 70 drafts on. Um, other than that, let's uh, let's call it a day, I think. That's an early morning draft for us, which is not something that we're going to be doing all the time. But here and there, we might – Sneak in some of these morning drafts just to mix it up a little bit. I've seen a lot of people turn out for it, so hopefully you guys liked it. Make sure that you're liking, subscribing, which Eric will never tell you to do, but I'm going to tell you to do. Like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you check out our TikTok especially. Um, We just started that, so you're going to see more content coming that way. You'll see more player takes, like I said. If Eric starts sending me what he's supposed to send me, we'll start getting more of those up. Um, If not... I'll just, you know, Thanos it and I'll do it myself. But until next week, we will uh, catch you later. Peace.